Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Welcome back. It is Boom Party, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acker, and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson. And ladies and gentlemen, we welcome to the program final appearance of the year. Is this an emotional farewell? I'm sad. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. I am. I love JR. Jeremy Rutherford, I think that was facetious because Jackson would like to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks in the Eastern Conference. And JR, I'd like to apologize on behalf of everyone associated with Balloon Party. <laughs> You've been doing that all season, huh? Yeah, I have, ever since, ever since the show went on the air. Uh, <laughs> Jackson just threw up his hand. Are you mad at me? Come here. Oh, not at you. <laughs> I got a, a system here that's not, not working right, and it's getting on my nerves. I was going to ask you to come in for a hug. Oh, well, that's so sweet. Yeah. Maybe after the show, but no, I oh, just got That's so hot. That's so hot. Yeah, think about it. Yeah, think about it. Uh, J.R. Uh, Jackson is uh, saying that he was sincere. We enjoy the appearances. I want to ask you a couple questions, uh, and, then I, and then I know that you attended the Battle Hawks game, and uh, you have a first-person person perspective on the festivities <laughs> at the game when you could see it when the lighting was working. Um, first off, number one, uh, from from one of my compadres who uh, oftentimes sends in some outstanding questions, uh, your opinion on what the Blues are planning on doing with some of the young players here going forward, since at this point uh, the season is is wrapping up and you know it's 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 fizzling its way out. Uh, let's start off with uh, Jimmy Snuggerud. What are you uh, thinking they are thinking, and what do you think the short-term and long-term plans are regarding uh, Snuggerud? Yeah, Snuggerud, the first-round pick from last year. He just, uh, unfortunately for him, the Minnesota Golden Gophers lost in the championship game. Quinnipiac got him, Jackson. Did you know that? I bet yeah. you didn't know that. <laughs> I, 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 I thought that was a high school thing. <laughs> He was caught up in what the uh, Dallas Mavericks were doing. Yeah, this Mavericks situation. (laughs) Yeah, but it looks like with uh, Snuggerud, I talked to Tim Taylor, who's in charge of uh, both Blues player development and also uh, at the pro level. He uh, he said that he he thinks that it would probably be best him for Snuggerud to stay at Minnesota for another year. Started off the season real hot, played real well, probably played better than uh, the team expected, and and where they drafted him in the draft, uh, the way he was playing with that Gophers team. Uh, but in terms of development, in terms of what's best for him, probably would go back to Minnesota. So I don't, don't expect to see a signing with him. But uh, if he does go back to Minnesota for one more year, I think that we'd probably see him the following season. That's just a gut feeling right now as we look at it. What about Zach Bolduc? Yeah, I think that we'll see him turn pro uh, when his season is uh, is over. He will uh, potentially join 
Springfield, and I think it's a situation where regardless of what happens here down the stretch, he's going to be uh, in camp next year, chance to make the team, and if he doesn't, he'll play next year in Springfield. And then with with regards to next season, I mean, Doug Armstrong was as point-blank blunt as he could be when asked about what the Blues can do this offseason to try to right the ship with his trade deadline press conference following all of the stars making their ways to uh, the Eastern Conference. Uh, do you think we're going to see a youth movement uh, next year in, in some capacity, even though we've seen some excitement here toward the end of the season with uh, with Vrana and Kapanen and Neighbors and Torpchenko at a nice goal against the Rangers on Thursday night? Uh, what, what do you think we're going to see next year? Yeah, I don't think we're going to see a youth movement in terms of all of a sudden there's going to be three players, you know, in the top six, young guys, uh, you know, neighbors playing top line, and then two young guys in the third pair of defense. I don't think it's going to be a situation like that. I think two things point to that. One is we've talked about all these contracts of these guys like Justin Falk, Brent, uh, Braden Shen, uh, Tory Krug. You can't just go to a youth movement. These guys are just going to get older in the next couple of years. Uh, you got to at least try to be competitive. I think that's Doug Armstrong's nature. I think he's going to try to – uh, fit in whichever young players show that they can be part of that contending team. And it might be a Jake Neighbors. It might be a, a Tyler Tucker. Uh, but I don't think you're going to see them throw Zach Bolduke into the lineup next year just to get him going. I think uh, you're going to have to be up to snuff to play on this team next year, I think. And uh, and finally, uh, you uh, did attend the Battle Hawks overtime victory. And you were there with your son, who had a day with his own cup. I saw here recently. How about that, Jackson? Very cool. Yeah. Um, what uh, What was your observation or observations from the festivities? 35,000 plus on a beautiful day. I'm telling you, Tim. Uh, so a friend of mine asked about a month ago, hey, you want to go to a Battlehawks game? Take the kids. So uh, we did. We went down there. Uh, I thought it was a blast. And, and, hey, listen, I've been prefacing saying this uh, every time I have over the years. I'm from Jefferson County, so when I make this Jefferson County joke, I'm talking about myself, not about you. I think that uh, the lower bowl was packed. There were 35,000 people there, and Jefferson County was empty on Saturday during the game because that, that was uh, that was my people down there. and It was a good time, and i got to tell you this, Tim, people got into it. Like It wasn't just a situation where just to go to say you win or something like that. I'm telling you, everybody around me, if they made a tackle to stop a third and long, this this place erupted, and it was a big deal. There were people around me talking, uh, well, who's this backup quarterback? McCarron's out. What's wrong with McCarron? When's he coming back? They were getting into it. So quite the atmosphere. But the last thing I'll tell you here is I had no idea what the rules were in overtime. This game goes to overtime, and I'm just looking at the people around me like, what the heck are they going to do here? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know that I've ever been a two-way sporting event where I did not know the rules, and I had no idea what was coming up next. Jackson actually fun. felt that way when he went to the Blues and Rangers game on Thursday night, so you guys you guys had that similar experience. Like Jackson looking at me like, I can't believe you just did that to me. No, I mean, I think people know. <laughs> yeah, I think it's out. <laughs> I just kept looking at it and saying, boy, this just isn't it for me. <laughs> God almighty. Uh, yeah, man, it's amazing. That's what I was saying at the beginning of the show or whenever Jackson asked me about the Battle Hawks is that it's. I don't think it's necessarily about, oh, I hope this team can beat D.C. and win the championship. I think it's just people are having fun at the games and they enjoy football, and that's what it's about. It's not necessarily about anything other than, hey, it's just a good time, and you can enjoy a libation or two and enjoy football and you know maybe feel nostalgic for 
be in that building when you're watching Super Bowl champion teams play? I don't know. But uh, the atmosphere in there is unlike anything else in the XFL, which probably isn't good for the XFL that nobody yeah. else has that, but uh, they certainly have it at the Dome. Oh, I definitely agree with you on that point. I know I said that they were kind of into the game, and uh, but I got to be honest, like I didn't know a player on the field. Once I saw McCarron wasn't playing, I was like, okay, go John Doe, let's go. John <laughs> <laughs> Doe. But yeah, but definitely, definitely party atmosphere. I saw a bunch of Crocky Sucks shirts. I think when they pulled it out in overtime, there was a Crocky Sucks chant. So uh, you know, believe it or not, that's still going on. Sure. And a good atmosphere outside the the dome too. Yeah. Like tonight, Yep. When we all covered the Rams, like I was in the, the dome like at 10 a.m. for a noon game and we were up in the press box, so we didn't get to see what was going on. But there was good tailgating and good stuff going on outside. My little guy got his face painted and uh, a good time. So, you know, if people are driving around wondering, should I go down there? I think it was worth it. I, I, we had a good time. It's an un, it's, it's been compared. I can't recall, recall who we had on. I think it was on TMA uh, talking about the atmosphere and how an executive with the XFL said it reminds them of the Buffalo Bills uh, tailgates that it's just got that kind of atmosphere to it so it's it's pretty incredible with oh no it was uh tom hart who called yeah, the game on espn he's a missouri guy yeah. and he was saying man this is unbelievable what's going on in st louis with the jr always enjoy the conversations thank you so much for the time this morning fine sir yeah 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 so i don't know that i'd get the tattoo yet but i would go to a game if i were there it is no tattoo yet recommendation on attending a game. Jeremy Rutherford with us here. Thank you, JR. Thanks, JR. Uh, Jackson, we're giving away tickets to the Blues and the Stars. Final home game. This is courtesy of 101 ESPN. You have unilateral control over which text gets the win. What do we have? Yep, and I picked a text that you had a vote in saying that you oh, enjoyed. Wow. All right, this is read. Brad in St. Louis saying, I, for one, am shocked we got to the Battle Hawks and Dogs before, uh, both in before artisanal powder Way wedged in a segment about the NBA draft lotto odds, which go. I wanted to do, but I guess. And he was grateful that you did yeah. not do that, and it's you an, talked dogs and you talked battle hawks. It's an evergreen topic. We can talk about it tomorrow. That's right, and, and we will probably hit it hard tomorrow when Chris Kerber joins us. All right, time for us to shut it down. BK and Ferrario are coming up next for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by Mungan S. St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN.